0: everybody, to another episode of Real Chumps. I am your host, Marcel, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Danny.
1: In this week's episode, we are going to discuss the gritty 2007 James Mangold Western, 310 to Yuma, starring Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. This is a solid movie. Such a solid movie.
0: So good. Uh, we'll, we'll dig into it, talk about it all before we do. Okay, here's a would-you-rather question. Would you rather watch only Western movies for the rest of your life... Or every movie that you watch from now on is like in, in like two two x speed.
1: That is a very good would you rather. Okay, um, so two x speed. I'd probably do a western for the rest of your life. For the rest, you can of only my life. watch westerns. Yeah, I my. <laughs> it's really funny that you say that because like I edit sometimes I'll edit in two times speed or whatever. Uh-huh. I, I when I watch content, I'm usually watching it at regular speed. Um, I know my wife and I know many other people will watch content 2x Mm -hmm. or 1.5x all the time. That's not me. I'll put like my kids
0: like shows on 1.5 because it's like we're going to watch one episode then you're going to bed. right? So like I'll do that. I I have to watch everything like in regular speed me too but i don't know that i could watch like only westerns for the rest of my life because like you miss that
1: there's a like i would lose meaning on different things or whatever so i don't i don't know i just the one thing is like what is classic what is a western classified as
0: sure but but it's it's only one genre like you'd miss Everything else, I, I would, I would choose, uh, I would choose two X. That would, that would be unfortunate, especially like watching like dramas or whatever. But like two X, I, I just,
1: can you watch? Can you imagine watching telenovelas? Well, I mean, they're kind of two X. Period.
0: Period. Okay. Well, good, good choice, Danny. I guess um, <laughs> it's going to haunt
1: you for the the rest of the month. It will.
0: Okay. Um, well, let's talk about three ten to Yuma. I, I think this is our first Western. This um, is our first Western in, in our podcast. I know you brought it up uh, to want to do it. Let's talk about let's talk about your your experience or history with this movie, um, and, and why you suggested this movie in the first place.
1: You know, I think the reason why I decided to suggest this movie is because um, when I was very much not a fan of westerns. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it was, I didn't fully understand, or, you know, like when you think of some of the Westerns, you think of the old, I mean, some, you do think some John, I mean, you think John Wayne. Sure. Um, but I didn't really see any John Wayne movies, um, growing mm-hmm. up or whatever. Um, the burning saddle, mm-hmm. you know, you campy kind of cheesy sort of that sort of Blaise, thing. Blazing saddles. Oh, blazing yeah, saddles. yeah. yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry for all those blazing saddle fans. Uh,
0: <laughs> don't at, don't at him. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you do, I I understand it. It was a huge genre, for massive genre. It was a, like a good, a good decade. I not decade, decade but like a good, good chunk of time where some of the, the big blockbuster, blockbuster ones were westerns, like, westerns. I would say, like
0: for, for decades, like studios were just pushing out westerns left and right, and and there were there were hits. But yeah.
1: yeah. And so I think for me is that like you know I would hear about these and I'm like yeah, westerns weird, but there's something about three ten to Yuma that makes it more than just a Western. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is not, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's in um, Western themed and everything like that. But like, I think the story, the like the way they decided to go, how they went about with the characters, mm-hmm. it has all the great aspects of Western, but there's such a great impact for it. And I think maybe that's the, you know, what it really comes out to is like, I just loved what came what i felt from this when i finished this film okay
0: right? yeah no i think for me this movie okay so confession this was my first time watching it i thought i had seen this before i hadn't what yeah i remember this movie coming out um and i remember wanting to see it but i i'd never seen it and i just never got around to it and i think i confused this with cuz we were talking weeks ago about this uh, but I think I confused this with True Grit. And then like yeah. when I started watching it, yeah. and I like I put on the trailer, I was like, oh wait, no, I have not seen this. I do remember the trailer. I do remember this coming out, but I never got around to see it. And this was my first time.
1: When did the second True Grit come out? 2010. right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, because I think, I mean, I want to say, I don't know, but I think 310 D.U.M.O. kind of was like a revival with wanting to shoot like westerns is still viable that was like it was a still a viable um yeah, genre to kind of shoot, shoot mm-hmm. uh content for yeah um i don't remember exactly i think my mom actually bought this film okay <laughs> randomly she's like because my mom is always she's always like it's a great i it's they say it's a great movie or whatever and i'm like all right and i'm like mom you know it's rated you know r she's like yeah but they say it's a great movie it's a great movie um and so I watched a many movies, some with my mom, some with not, but like because my mom got them because they were great movies. Because they were great movies, yeah. Honestly, what it comes down to is Russell Crowe kills it. He does so as good. Ben Wade, yeah. And then Christian Bell does what he does best when it comes to his his like his acting with 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 connecting with his character.
0: And I, I think I you know people criticize. Uh, Christian Bale's acting and and whatever, but I think he does. He is great when you give him material that can bring emotion and humanity.
1: Yes, to a character. hundred percent agree.
0: And he does that so well here. Yes. He, you, you feel for him as uh, as a father, as a husband, right? Even as a rancher, and 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 it's so solid. His his ability to portray those emotions of of insecurities of, of failure of, of a lack of of, of quote-unquote success and he is Absolutely. well he, he's great at what is your
1: experience with 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 it?
0: The, with the i mean so theory. sorry
1: you you watched this for the first time yeah um i'm sorry that it was a little bit rushed because i know it was a crazy week and uh also side note i'm sorry that last week's episode came out a little bit late that won't happen in for the next couple of months. Or. Two weeks. Who
0: knows? Sorry about that, everyone. But just make sure you're subscribed, and then you'll get notified as soon as one comes out. But it won't happen again, ideally.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we will be releasing Mondays regularly. Uh, life happens. But so. no, my,
0: my experience with it, so so I think I didn't watch this one. I think cause I, it was rated R and like... I just never got around to it. I was, I was still like a teenager when this came out. But Westerns in general, like I've, I've never liked them. And I think like here comes like my ignorance, but like I always thought they were boring. And, and like
1: it's it's easy it, to go by. It, yeah.
0: Yeah. And especially like the black and white ones. I think yes. My, my, yes. my complaint with them have, has always been like, I don't know where we are, especially when it's black and white. Because like this set looks exactly at the beginning of the movie, looks exactly as the middle set where they're traveling and it looks exactly as the final scene because it because it it, it just always looks the same for me uh
1: i would also say that like sound design like music cues like they were pretty dry um i mean when you think about what we think of cinema today a lot of those things i mean they were beginning to be put into place and whatever but i mean they they just were they're teleplays you know like
0: and they were built like serials, right? like there were serialized content back then um so I, I i just couldn't get around westerns. I think like the most western movie I ever got or like as a growing up was probably back to the future part <laughs> <laughs> three say that, but that was probably like my most like interaction with westerns over the years i've I've learned to like appreciate um the storytelling mm-hmm. but like also, I didn't like him just because i. How do I say this? Like, part of my French, but like, they're just like pissing contests among like the characters a lot of times.
1: And,
0: and sometimes I'm just like, you know, like guys, like, just I, I can't get behind the antagonist, and I can't get behind the protagonist. Whereas this movie blows it out of the water.
1: Let's get into it. So we have this western. So let's let's talk this. I think one of the biggest things about this western is that it is um, character driven. It that's what it is. It is about, and if you think about, I think a while back we um, discussed the fact that, like, in cinema, especially now, with when we think about blockbusters, we think about Disney, we think about all these things. Oftentimes, t- a, too many films, too many productions are doing. They're trying to think, and they're like, okay, well, we have a film, but we have it part of a bigger thing, or we have a series, and some, and so sometimes some of the things that could have really helped the series or the movie really be the best it can be was left out because they needed to put resources somewhere else or whatever. I mean, f- as a follow-up for a man, we found, I found, you know, they released the fact that like a lot of the budget went to, um, Wakanda forever. Right. And so, I mean that whole aspect, but this film is very much the beginning, a middle and an end. And we follow, uh, a character's arc. And it's, and I was going to say, I was like, honestly, the question and i think ultimately at the end of this episode i'd love to know who we think the like the story whose story this this film is about because I, I i think that it's it can be very different different times you watch it in
0: contrast with that i think you, you look at traditional westerns
1: yes
0: and traditional westerns tend to be uh, about like the the gunfights right um, and, and, and and not so much the set locations and not so oftentimes not so focused on the character rather on the overall story
1: or even the fact that like it's the the idea of like um, outlawism um, I don't know if that's the right term but um, the idea of like this good, the the terrible trope of the cowboys versus Indians, and like I mean things as like as Mexicans like is is ridiculous, right? Uh, it's just you know you look back at something you're like Ugh, that, that cringe, yeah. Yeah. cringe hard, uh, necessary propaganda, but um,
0: it was definitely portrayed how how look at how let's be careful look, look how great the white man is in contrast to. To the Indian, right?
1: Or even females, right? Like, I mean, like, you know, or even families who just wanted a better life, right? If you were not willing to, and I think ultimately, like, and we look in this film as we discuss more, where are you willing to bend, right? When there is no real law, how much are you willing to bend? And um, how much are you willing to rely on uh, your, the morals or your principles or... An internal code, in whatever aspect that we might, you know, whatever aspect that might be,
0: and and from both aspects, right? You have you have um, Evans, uh, Christian Bell's character, who clearly has a moral code, right? He's going to stick to that. He's not going to kill. He he wants justice to be brought. Sure, he's motivated by by the by the reward. That's Originally, his motivation right of why he's doing what he's doing, but as the story goes on, he has a he has a code, but then you also look at uh, ben Waite's code, right, and his code is not so much
1: lawlessness yes. yeah,
0: rather it's my my gang, my group right we have each other's back and, and and you you you're either with me or I will kill you right
1: well and and it's funny you say that because I think like not only that but like he um for him he's he is accepted that there's no real law and that if that like if he doesn't like to me um ben wade like one of the biggest core for him is that like he is the what uh man what I'm trying to think he's the he's solidified himself as like you know what I'm not gonna there no one's gonna give me what I want unless I take it and that is how what he's, like he lives by
0: as well as Evans right
1: there's a scene where Evan
0: says where has God been right like it, this is an opportunity. he's talking to his wife and he's saying where has God been in in helping me I, I lost a leg my child has tuberculosis. Our farm is like is not growing and it's not green. Where has God been? That's why I'm gonna go do this, right? And so you have two two individuals who feel like maybe they haven't been they haven't been rewarded, so to speak, by God. So they have to take matters into their own hands. Whereas one takes it by by killing and by force by force, and you have uh, uh, Evans. Who's doing it with a with a moral code, to to guide him.
1: So let's do a quick nutshell. Ultimately, this story is about um, Dan Evans and his family, who at the very beginning of the film, their barn gets burned because they owe some money, and in, instead of paying rent, he paid for you know some food, um, and you know like because they want their land for the tra- the railroad. At that point, there's a big uh, Ben Wade is introduced with his posse, which Prince the is yes well he's legendary. So, anyways, the posse uh, robs a Pinkerton uh, run, and which is like these people who travel, uh, you know, travel money back and forth for the railroad. They from that point on, it's a uh, race on who did it, um, capturing Ben Wade, trying to deliver Ben Wade to. A train in for to Yuma prison, and the the what it comes down to, and what I think is really interesting because I think when you know, when going back to like the traditional Western, is that this film is very focused on the the cinematography choice for um, this film is very um, interesting because it's very tight focal lengths. I mean, or you know what that means is. When you're filming, uh, right now we're filming at a 50 millimeter, which is a pretty, you know, natural kind of focal length. Meaning, the background isn't like doesn't feel super far away, um, but it's not super like close up. So that's called compression. When the when it when you're the person, the subject, and the background feel like they're really close together, that is the compression of the you know subject background. The higher up you do, so like a 50 mil to 80, 75 mil. Sorry, 85 mil. You're gonna have a tighter compression. At 125 mil, you're gonna see that compression a lot. Uh, be, uh, big. Uh, it's gonna be more intense. But it's also you're gonna have a much tighter frame of view, which a field of view, which means I'm like I might be much further back, but you're gonna be really close up on individual. This film, like there's not many. I mean, if there is a wideing a wide shot, it's very much story driven. To put it in the context of like where the character is at. But most of the film is very, on, is very much on in characters, like seeing their emotions, and like you're looking at them and you're seeing their thoughts and whatever. It's it, it, that was like the biggest thing that stood out to me when I watched this film this time. It's
0: interesting because he, he, that that tightness of that focal length, uh, lens, um, it, it translates as well to how tight the story is.
1: Yes, very. You're, it's almost claustrophobic
0: yeah like the, the the movie and this isn't a criticism to it but the movie doesn't let you to doesn't let doesn't allow breathing room no it is it is go right from the beginning with with the with the fire uh introducing ben wade um and and just moving forward like it, it's it's a very tight story and i think that's very very smart again going back to old westerns where there's a lot of Meandering, <laughs> yeah, meandering. Let's call it. I was just gonna say nonsense dialogue, but <laughs> meandering. Um, this, this is introduced so well and, and, and really tightly kept, which allows for, yeah, maybe not breathing room, but it allows for us to just keep the story going and moving and forwarding and, and, and hitting those speeds that we need to
1: hit. It's refreshing. It like it really, I mean, re you know, watching uh, remember the titans, um, watching this film, um. And I mean, even like with a long line, you're, you're dr- dropped into a wonderful musical, but like this film, I-, I think I've, I'm beginning to realize that I really love when I'm like, I'm not handheld. Yeah. I just, we're just dropped in into a, especially when it comes to films. Like when I'm, we're in films, I think in, ser- in series, I think I'm a little different, but in this film, I just really appreciated the fact that like, we, there's a huge struggle right from the get go. Possies. Let's talk about Ben Wade and the posse.
0: Awesome. It, I, I think, uh, Here's what I wrote in this in my notes when I was watching it. Um, ben Wade is almost written like a like a horror villain. He, he he sits back at the beginning of the movie, right, and and he lets his posse do the thing, right. You you feel the presence. They keep talking about Wade and Wade, and and he's just sitting in the background. Okay, it isn't until about like t- 20 minutes into the movie where he, he kills, um, where we see his skill right and he kills the 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 Pinkerton and and one of his his posse people correct right and that's when you see the threat that that is Ben Wade but then the movie as they break off and and you know they're taking transporting him to 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 the train station he starts killing one he starts just picking them off one by one like a horror movie and i thought that was so interesting to to really portray this character? Because even the first killing of, of um, one of the, I can't remember the, the character's name, but everyone's- posse. Uh, 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 no Sorry, of the group when, that are, oh, that's yes. transporting him. Everyone's asleep, right? It's that guy's turn to like watch. And the way the killing is, uh, Christian Bell's character wakes up, looks over, and he's just going
1: at him. <laughs> Dude, that, that character pisses me off so much. No, but I totally agree. I remember that was one of the most impactful scenes when I first watched it. It was like, what is happening? Like, cause like the guy singing, they're gonna hang me in the morning, <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, can you please like, you know, Benway is just like annoyed." And I think what what's really interesting that you bring this up that they treat it as like, a, like more of like a suspenseful like killer thriller. Even though it doesn't feel that way. But it when you say that, I'm like, wow, that's 100% right. Because I think there's some really great quotes. Ben Wade is talking to William, who is uh, Dan Evan's son, uh, Christian Bill's son. He's like, you know, you helped, you saved us from, you know, this scenario, blah, blah, blah. And he's a like, kid. I would not last five minutes leading an outfit like that if I wasn't as rotten as hell. And I think like that, him being like, it's funny because he, it I mean, we're, I don't know. I don't know why we're getting religious, but I, or I feel like, but if you think about like, what Lucifer, when you think about the Bible and some of those things, he's a serpent, right? And he beguiles Eve, right? I feel like Ben, he's, he comes in, he's, he's suave. Very suave. Charming, almost. Charming, a hundred percent. Very, I mean, the scene, he's in there, in the scene with, in the, uh, the Evans home, Lucy's in there, and she's smitten by him. Every, you know, every woman that he interacts with is smitten by him. Yeah, and and the thing that is so intriguing is that he understands that even this, like, despite what he might like, what he sees and what might be good or bad, he just playing his, his own game, game yeah. his own rule. There is another quote that talks about a little bit of like some of uh, like. Say like well you know they talk about the things you've done and the men and people. He's like uh, Doc, who's the one. Of, uh, he's like, is it true that you uh, dynamited a wagon full of prospectors in the Western Territories last spring? No, that's a lie. It was a train full. It was a train full. Like yeah, it's like a dinner conversation, Chad. Like he doesn't even. It doesn't. He's like, and I think as we see as we go through the, the film, we begin to see how much of a rotten human like not that a person that could be that would be so willing to kill yet be so welcoming
0: yes yes which which i think okay well let me ask you this question is is ben wade truly evil
1: and i i, I don't know and i think that's what's so intriguing about it he's in the west yeah he was left at a train Station and who's left to read the Bible yeah. by Why his is- mother, right? We know that towards the end of the film. And so we know that he's he's looked at and he's he quotes scripture he quotes scripture all the time. And I think for him, he looked at what is maybe found in the Bible and some of these things, but realized that there's no way for him to survive unless he decides to take it like ownership of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so for him. It's not so much for, and I, and I think for for me, I mean, he's an evil dude. Sure, yeah. But, but I think for himself, he doesn't look at himself as, he, he classifies himself as rotten. But rotten means that, like, it was uncared for.
0: Yes. Which I think is what I love about the character of Evans, is that Wade, for whatever reason, I think he... he... He he admires um, Dan's and Stephen's idealism. Yeah, and and not just that, but like there are times, like you have mentioned, they discuss religion and retribution. Right? They talk about retribution. He he to the point when he kills that first guy for, of the group, he says like, "Isn't he told me he burned down your your barn? Like, aren't you glad that I did?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. and you know, and 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 Dan's response is like. Yes, I didn't like him, but I wouldn't have resorted to kill him to murder. Right? So there's this there's this dynamic between the two that they 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 both again going back to what we talked about they they feel like they've maybe been left behind by God they haven't been rewarded so to speak they're taking matters into their hands but how do they take it right how how how, how do they each individually choose to to act upon the circumstances that life has given them and and. They never, at least in my opinion, I don't think they ever really quite become friends. There's there's this respect that 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 Wade has for Dan, that idealism, and and what he wants to accomplish for his family. But it's so unique how Wade. We talk. He's charming. He's he's menacing, but there's this soft side to him that really. Respects Evans,
1: but why? Why do you feel that Evans, that Wade has, has, come to respect Evans?
0: I, I think there's two points. I think the first time is, th- this is a man, not he's not stubborn, rather a man that sticks to a code, whether that code is a code that that Wade agrees with, or or not. I don't think he does, but he respects. I think that idea. That idea that the, that the Evans has a code and that he's willing to stick with it and do whatever he can to to provide for his family, and then I think the real point of respect is when he when he tells his son, you know, like that he he confesses my my injury came from from someone from someone from my own side, like shooting me
1: because we were we were retreating,
0: we were retreating. I got shot by one of my own people. He says, "I think I, I wrote it down." He says, "You try telling that story to your boy."
1: This this film, like, have the these nuggets of like, because that he he is because he's the entire film, right? We see William, who's the oldest son, like, fight, like literally just back bad, uh, you know, bad mouthing his uh, Dan, no on- respect for his dad.
0: To the point where he says, "I will never walk in your shoes." Like, yeah,
1: well, and I mean, like, the op- one of the opening things is like he lights the match, and he, you we see that he's reading outlaw books, these uh, dime stories, I think. That, anyways, about you know, like true men, perhaps right, and you know, like dealing, and then having the barn burn, right. So you sense that tension towards the end of the film. You start to see more respect from William. For his dad, and you know, and I, I still I, every time I watch this, I'm like, is it, is he doing it truly for him for his son, or is he doing it for himself? He, I think both.
0: I think I think mostly motivated for himself. Yeah, he's motivated to get the the money, but I think that motivation is, I can provide for my family. I I I am quote unquote like you said, a man, right? I can do these things. So I think he he's trying to prove it to himself and, and to show that he still he he still has it, right? And hopefully that rubs off on his on his son.
1: I, I think one of the best intake or like insights I mean who is the screenplay writer for this? That makes so much more sense. Yeah so honestly. you have screenplay
0: by Uh, Michael Brandt and Derek Haas, and they've mainly worked on like, like TV show Chicago Fire. I think one of them wrote for Wanted, uh, the James McAvoy movie with uh, Angelina Jolie. Uh, Um, Derek Haas has done, yeah, mainly TV Chicago PD.
1: You know that makes a lot more sense. FBI International. I mean he's a criminal. I mean uh, I mean that that's something he's done recently, right? So like um maybe he this does feel more I mean because it's a film, like it's you know you don't have time like you just, you have to get to the nitty-gritty.
0: I I also think it it's it's good to call this out that there was the the 1957 310 to Yuma yes. movie. Uh both I've never seen. Uh, I've never seen um but, both movies, I thought, I thought Three Ten to Yuma, two thousand seven, was a remake of of the fifty seven movie. No, there, it's not a necessarily a remake. It's the story is based on a, on a short story, and it's an adaptation. Both both movies are an adaptation of the short story. I'd be curious to. I, I should go and read the short story and actually see like the differences and and what was truly adapted, or even how the ending is different, uh, or if it's the same but I think it also goes back like that tight story. My understanding is when you're adapting a, a short story into a film, you really have to, as a screenplay writer, find the beats and find the themes and the messages that you want to portray immediately, right? Because in a short story, it isn't, it isn't like a novel. You're not, you don't have time to, to dig into the themes, to dig into into the thoughts of, of your characters. In a short story, it's boom, boom, boom. Let's say it, and you feel that translated into this film.
1: I just have to make a correction. It's not Lucy; it's Alice.
0: Alice. Okay, that's I right. was,
1: Yeah, I don't know how why I got Lucy. Um, yeah, man, that's really that makes more sense. It, it feels, it is. A, it, I mean, it's a great. I mean, it's a film, but it's a, it feels. I get. I can see why that that this is like a short story, and I I don't. I think I miss more movies like this. Yeah, well, here
0: is the question for you. Uh, I feel like this movie we talk about how great it is right um I feel like it's not it kind of went under the radar a bit it's not discussed as much but those of us that have seen it praise this movie what is it about this that makes it so good
1: you know to me I remember watching it for the first time and um and spoiler not spoiler alert because if you haven't seen it (laughs) go watch it because we told you last week to go watch it, uh, just for the that, for true. the record, That's true. Um, is the ending he shoots his entire posse. Um, now Prince, well, let's quickly talk about Prince. He's uh, played,
0: played by Ben Foster,
1: and this character. When we talk, when you asked me the question, is Ben Wade, like, would you say evil? No.
0: Yeah, is he? Is he? Yeah, is that what I said? Yeah.
1: I don't. It's hard to say, but when you look at Prince. Mm-hmm. He,
0: he is evil.
1: He is evil. He, and I mean, and I think it's funny because like you look, I mean, it's, you go through this movie and you're like, you really kind of like, like Wade. Yeah. He's like, he's a suave character that, you know, we talked about, but Ben Foster, like the, from the very beginning, the way his, he delivers this line. And I don't know, again, I think like it would be really interesting to see what the book, like this short story describes if Prince is in this. Or if they added him, because he, this character, I mean, he's ruthless. He he he's like the lieutenant. He's the one that really gives the orders to the men, and he has huge respect. For, like this, like there is no one better um, than Ben Wade on the on the face of
0: the earth. He loves him. I think there is a genuine love for no, him. No,
1: hundred percent. I mean, like Western cowboy, like man love. Yeah. Right, like he is like, no, I will, I will do anything for this man, and he does. I mean, he's trying to get Ben Wade back from the authorities,
0: and it's such a. uh, Here's here's like, if I were to like bring everything into like a few words of why I love this movie, it's one we I I love a movie that gives you a a deadline, right? Yes, this one says we have to get him on the three ten to Yuma so that we can transfer him, right? Like, uh, I forget the name of the town. Uh, Con-
1: Contention? No.
0: Um. Anyways, so we, we have a timeline, right? So we as an audience are there. Okay, we have to get him on the 310 to Yuma, period. That's, that's what we're getting for. The other aspect, that uh, besides like the characters and, and, and Ben Wade, I love this um, daunting presence of, of Prince. The entire time. The entire time. You never know if he's going to turn around the corner and the posse is going to be there. You, when when, when the, the, the Apache tribe is like shooting at them, you don't know if, it, if it's Prince, right? Um, it's just this, it's such a great way to, to tell the story. Not only do we have a deadline, but we also have to hurry before the posse gets to us.
1: This, I mean, I think this is a master class in when it comes to f- f- uh, uh, movie storytelling in rising tension, in in conflict. Like, you have the deadline. We need to beat the three ten, Yuma. We, not only that, but we have one of the biggest outlaws, has robbed ten thousand. I mean, that's probably like five five hundred million, if not Even like more. In, probably. probably more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like back like like they were offered, he's like, I want $200 yeah. to do this, this, this transfer. And, and parents like, look, I'll give you a thousand right now <laughs> and just go home and wait. He's like, what am I going to uh, wait? Does he say a thousand or does he send 10,000?
0: I, I think he first gives him, he says he, he'll double it. Right. Oh, that's 400. Right. I'll give you 400. And then eventually I think he does offer him a yeah. thousand. Yeah.
1: But a thousand, right? This man who's robbed tens of thousands, you know, ten, you know, ten, like ton, like, so much money that, like, literally, well, what is he doing with his money, right? Because, like, I mean, it, they literally live in the West. They have, like, <laughs> nothing to do. <laughs> to him, it, like, it doesn't matter. Right. Then you have Prince, who's hunt, hunting them. Then The other thing is, like, along the way, Ben is literally killing all, all sorts of people along the way. So you have this, like, as as Evan, you're like, am I going to, is he going to kill me? Or is he going to kill my son? Or, you know, like the the whole posse, like the whole breakdown is like, I mean, he's easily killed the one man. When is he going to kill the rest of us? And just walk, you know, be like, all right, done with this, this fun little uh, trip. I mean, he, he gets to a point towards the, close to the end, right? That he's like, all right, Evans, I'm done. Like, we're not doing this game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be finishing up, right? And that's when Evans starts to like open up a little bit more on like why he's doing this thing.
0: I want to touch on that. Um... Why do you think Ben Wade eventually allows Evans to to take him? I think
1: I think he's trying to understand Evans, like
0: understand him as a.
1: I think so. I what the way I kind of especially like rewatching this one. I'm like, because it is. I forgot that he like he, he just allows him to go. I remember watching this film and thinking like, what is happening with this ending? It made me very much feel similar to what Land did. Okay, yeah, is yeah. like like, oh, that's very much not what I was expecting. Right? It's very much like wh- why? The fact that he kills his whole posse and, you know, because they, you know, Prince, he tells Prince not to kill him, but Prince is pissed and he kills Evans. I think what it comes down to is that Wade is trying to really, because I think he he's learned to respect Wade or Evans for his code. Mm-hmm. He sees a man who is trying to do the right thing. But then he's also misunderstanding or he doesn't understand because he's like, he lives in such a circumstance that it's miserable. Mm-hmm. He's trying to offer him like, just, just take this money, dude. Like I've, you know, he's been to this house. Um, I think, you know, he, the fact that he can, you know, get a sense. I mean, you know, Alice is like, worried about Evans, and he, Dan says, uh, I'm tired of watching my boys go hungry, I'm tired of the way that they look at me, I'm tired of the way that you don't. You don't. Man, that was, I, and I think, you know, like, you know, so Evans is trying to, like, again, like, prove to himself, but for Wade, he still, he doesn't fully understand, and I think it's not until he they come to the moment where, you know, uh, Evans, he's like, look, because uh, he kind of, he doesn't say anything to, like, contradict that he's not a war hero, sure, yeah. Or you know that you know because like they know that he's a good shot. Um, you know and that he, you know, may've got uh the limp in the war, and that you know whatever. He also, you know, like at, when the circumstances they're pinned down in a hotel, and Evans is like, you know, like the other all the the marshals get shot. And the Pinkerton, uh, the railroad guy is like, "I'm gonna double it, just or like, I'll give you the 200 right now, and you just walk away, just go home, and like, we'll just be done." And he says, "No, I got 189 for my leg, and it's bug bothering me. It's just it's, it wasn't it wasn't so that I could walk away, it's so that they could walk, it's so that you could walk away."
0: I like that. I I, I think for me, um, the reason he allows him to finally take him, and and we see it, it's after after. Uh Evans has said goodbye to his son. Mm-hmm. Right? And and he gives him the the uh what was it like a medal, a coin?
1: I don't know if it was a medal or
0: uh, that's that a is family a, heirloom. A brooch? <laughs> Listeners, let us know what it yeah, is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that went completely over our heads, but I mean all I know is that it's valuable. It's valuable, right? Because he offers it at one point. Um But he he has that moment with with William, his son, and he says you know, take care of your mom. Like, I need you to go take care. Um, Mr. Pacific. uh, I can't remember the character's name, but like, you're going to bring the money and you're also going to bring in like another thousand to to my wife and and guarantee water. Um, But it isn't until that moment that the, that the sun leaves that I think Ben agrees to board the train because it's going to allow Dan uh, uh, Evans to establish a legacy that makes him and his son proud of each
1: other, yeah.
0: right? And I think, and, I, and and to me, it's solidified later when Williams finds the Bible, and and Wade drew a, a, like a, a sketch of of his dad, yeah. right? And I think that's when when Wade says, "Yeah, there's something about this guy, like you were mentioning, right? Like uh, there's something about him trying to figure out." But it's that moment where he's like, there's a legacy left for him. There there's an opportunity for a legacy to be left behind here. And an opportunity for a man, Evans, to be proud of what he's done. And and, and the son to be proud of what the father has done. And he eventually goes on to say, like, I've been to Yuma and I've escaped. Every single time. Every time, right? So for him it's 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 allowing that opportunity for a father to leave behind a legacy.
1: We don't I mean again I'm like it, I'm so curious to, to know about Ben Wade's character. Like you know what uh, he 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 mentions his mother, but we know nothing about his father. Right? We don't know anything about his father. I mean, he is a father figure to his posse. This posse looked to him as like you know like okay, well, he's taking care of us, you know, uh he's Killed for us, um, but he, We also know that he. He feels like he's cursed, because you know he. You know the 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 Pinkerton takes his gun, or yeah, they take the gun, and they're like, he's like, hey, be careful that 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 gun's cursed, right? I mean, and then he he uses that same gun after he gets it from Prince to shoot his whole posse. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's also the line where they're they're in that hotel room and and they're having this conversation, uh, about just let it go, drop it. Let, well, let me go. Right. I'll give you the money. And he says, Wade says something along the lines of like, the difference between you and me is that I, I like to do things the easy way. Yeah. And I think that's the turning point where he realizes, yeah, he's a father figure, like you said to his posse, but here is Dan Evans being a, a, a father and no matter and, he could take the easy way by just taking the money, right? But he chooses not to, and I think that's that's the 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 characteristic that Wade doesn't hasn't had in his life. That when the, things get hard, you just stick through it, you you persevere, you you fight through, and and. Hopefully you are rewarded or or there's a uh, there's compensation or, or a good feeling at the end, and he hasn't had that, and that's I think that's the the the, the two characteristics about the two characters that differ mm-hmm. from one another is that one, whether it's hard will do the right thing if it's the hard way to go about it, whereas the other one will. Take the easy way out, which is—I
1: mean—which is insane to think about when, like, because he's like, "Well, I'll just kill him." Yeah, just let's just—you just, know—we'll do what a thing. Thanks for sharing that, man. Like, I think it is. I look back as you were as you were speaking, and honestly, at the end of the day, because like he does kind of like get fed up, you know. Ben, he's like, you know, he's like, "Look, Evans, I'm done. Just like you either shoot me now, or I'm going to shoot you." Um, but like you know, the whole and. And then them literally in the the train station box getting pinned down by these the posse, by the, you know, the whole town. Because they, they like bribed the entire town yeah. to like, if you shoot the captors, we'll give you some money. Yeah. Again, $200. $200. Right, man. Uh, And, you know, and him just saying, like, uh, confessing, that, not confessing, just like finally just telling somebody. Because he didn't tell me. He's like, he's like, what am I gonna do? Other and the fact that he didn't find really fight in the war. He the one time he fled, some punk got too scared and wasn't trained enough and whatever, and ends up shooting him, and he has a limp for the rest of his life, right? And then his son he has to deal with that whole finagling thing, and that the only reason why he's dealing with de- dealing the whole situation is that he's got the son with tuberculosis. Because it always is tuberculosis. <laughs> it's always... Darn tuberculosis, man. Because tuberculosis was like legit. I mean, I don't think it was an epi. I don't think it was a pandemic. Was not it? I don't think it was a. Pa- I mean, it could have been a, a. What is it? What's the when it's like not quite worldwide
0: endemic? An endemic? An endemic? I think I don't know. Someone, you know, fact check that. We just we just went through a pandemic
1: and we <laughs> like tons and tons and tons of people left the West because they had to do yeah with tuberculosis. And even then, life sucked.
0: Here's one. We're coming up on time. Um, two questions. Your favorite scene.
1: It has to be that um, in scene, that hotel scene, uh, like you were talking about. Um, I mean, the stakes are getting higher and higher. Um, ben Ben is just chilling, sketching in a freaking Bible. And um, seeing that Evans is like he—he's finding a new way to help su- support something, knowing full well he's gonna die. And for I don't know, there's, there's some to that 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 scene is just a really strong scene. And not only that, but like the dynamic, even though Ben, you know, Russell Crowe in that scene, he's like the—he's trying hes like just chilling. But you are—you look at when he cuts Christian Bale, he every time. He is trying to like, he is battling the wolf. He's processing this in his head. I mean, like, right. It's the, which wolf is the, the, the one that's going to win. It's the one that you feed. Yeah. Right. And he is trying to decide which one is going to take the, the, the win on this one.
0: Uh, To that. I I love that when, when Wade like posts is like, dude, I'm going to, I'll give you double. Okay. And, and, and he says, okay, are you going to give me like a bank note? (laughs) But like, no, I'll give you straight up cash. Yeah, just like, like, whatever. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to walk around with the cash. Or or when people start asking, like...
1: No, because that's when he says, I'm going to, like, he's like, oh, you're going to give me a... He's like, yeah, you know what? Let's... He's like, no, why don't you... If you have that much money, why don't you just give me a thousand? Yeah. And then he's like, okay. And th- you know he's like what am i going to do what am i going to tell people what am i going to tell people
0: that i that it, somehow you slipped away and yet i came across a $1000 like and so i love that what you what you mentioned like he he's he's struggling like i like to think that maybe yeah he might have considered it
1: oh every single right? moment
0: and 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 to the point where he is thinking out loud and letting us know okay if i do this what am i going to tell people like you somehow slipped a banknote, like the cash in my hand, like he's thinking this through, and and so I I I love that. I love that you pointed that out.
1: I mean, I think the whole last thing I have to say on that the whole scenario is that, like, I mean, he's still asking himself what because it's like, don't, who cares what other people say? Like, just don't say anything. Just go somewhere where you you can just live and not have no no one has to know. The easy way out. The easy way out. Right. What's your favorite scene?
0: Similar. It's. I think it's the hotel scene, but. I think for me, it's it's when he's having this conversation and we just see him sketching. We don't know what he's sketching, but I love the payoff later. Like I mentioned earlier, that it's a sketch of of Dan, and to me, that just that one, it's it gave me the payoff that I wanted because as he's sketching, I'm like, I, I hope he's sketching Dan, and, and you know, um, in my mind, I was hoping that he was sketching him, and then it paid it off later where he does where it was Dan. The sun sees it, but it also just solidified the admiration, the respect, the, the yeah, the respect that Wade has for Dan. They don't see eye to eye. They, in a lot of things, right? And, and, and it's just, this man is taking time. He, we've seen him sketch naked (laughs) women or whatever, but he takes time to sketch someone that he deep down admires and he doesn't know yet he hasn't had that turning point of 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 okay i'm gonna turn myself in he's sketching this before he has decided to to allow uh dan to walk him to 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 the train and that to me just tells me everything i need to know about wade Mm. he's troubled he has conflict but he 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 respects this this man for whatever reason he does and i just I, I love that payoff where he finally where the sun finally turns the bible open and there's there's Stan sketched out
1: yeah i think the runner up for me just overall is probably the opening uh the bank with the freaking uh gatling gun uh <laughs> yeah. and uh the like the bank robbery of the the pinkerton uh transport uh i think that probably hooked me yeah. when i first watched it i was like what is this the fact that they have this gatling gun and they're over there like the one I don't know, a world random sad note that what is with Westerns and people like, did they, they just terrible aim? Right? Just the worst aim in the world. Also, like, if you're not shooting them in the head, literally, you, you suck. It sucks. Yeah. You don't, you're don't. you not dying. Yeah. Like, these bullets aren't as, like, I mean, they're not super strong. You're bleeding out. You're bleeding out, man. And it's for, like, you know, the Pinkerton who's this tough as nails, like, dude. Who probably you know Peter he,
0: Fonda? Uh, that was well, yes, I had Peter, I, I had no idea he was in this movie, and then I am like, wait, yeah, that's Mr. Fonda kept, right no, there. No,
1: he and what's really interesting is like you know like Ben classifies him as worse than him. Yeah, yeah, but the difference is that he's getting paid for, for to do the work of the the railroad. Of the railroad, right? And you know you you mentioned the comment um, that Wade was troubled, so. And I, I fully agree with that. So my question, I guess, we're going to start by: it. Who do you think is the main, the true character of this film?
0: I think it's Dan. Dan and his son. i uh, you too. I think we see we see a very palpable transformation with them, within them, and and it's 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 Dan getting that um not recognition, that affirmation that he is a good father. That he is a good husband that he will do everything he can to provide for his family and at the end having his son um be proud of him right and then william the son who who's this bratty little punk right and and he's and he, like you said he was reading these these uh stories about criminals and whatnot outlaws going down a path and and uh, Half the time, I'm like, dude, your dad is so awesome, man, like, respect him. And then for him to finally, like, um, come to that realization that his dad really is awesome. His dad really is going to provide for them. And maybe deep down, earlier in the movie, he said, I'll never walk in your shoes. And for him to say no, like, I think deep down inside to say, yeah, it'd be an honor to be like my dad, right? I think, I think that's who this story is about.
1: I think that for me, I mean, I think you're 100% correct. And I also think that at the end of the day, this film is about what true masculinity can be and maybe is. Yeah. It's not always the easy way you're out. It's not always being the machoest person in the room. It's about trying to instill respect in yourself and in your family.
0: That also creates... This unique bromance between Wade and, and Evans, right? Like it's it's such a it's such a cool bromance between them.
1: He doesn't Wade doesn't kill Evans, but Evans also doesn't let Wade die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you haven't watched this film, please go watch it. Go see it. it.
0: Go see it. It's an incredible movie. I like. I am. I'm watching this again sometime this week. Good. It is so good. Just huge shout out to James Mangold. Okay. Oh. He he he's known for for um, Walk the Line. Okay. Yeah. A solid movie. He did The Wolverine and then Logan. Which Logan to me.
1: I just rewatched Logan with Sadie. It's.
0: I know people don't like it. I love it. I think it's like the best x-men
1: movie. I think it's one of the best Superman heroes, period.
0: Period. Yeah. It is so good. He of course is directing the new Indiana Jones. Okay. I don't think I realized that. Yeah, which I think is such a
1: great choice.
0: James Mangold is not talked about enough in Hollywood. I'm saying, I'm just going to say that. Okay.
1: I am like I'm excited. I mean every single one of the movies that I've, you know, that he has done and have I've watched, which is all of them thus far at least the one you know, like the ones you mentioned. I've always, I've loved. They're always, they're all solid films. They're solid
0: films, and and I and we're gonna bring James Mangold more into this podcast because I think he, yeah, I think he's great. If dude. you
1: want to talk to us, James Mangold, yeah, <laughs> we love to have you on the pod. He did Ford versus Ferrari, oh, amazing film, dude. I again with uh Chris uh with Christian Bale, Christian Bale, yeah. He he
0: knows how to give us. Uh, how to give us emotion from care, from, from his actors. And, and he's very well at letting us sync with our feelings, not handhold us, okay, yeah. but allow the viewer to just really dig into the emotions. Well, and I
1: mean, like, Ford vs. Ferrari won, won the best. I mean, I remember when Oscar, it won the best editing for Osc- the Oscar, or, the, yeah, uh, that year. And I remember just watching that and just being like, just blown away. So I'm excited to sometime talk about that, but phenomenal. Um, We hoped you enjoyed this, uh, today's episode. We kind of just jumped right in today. And so I hope you enjoyed that. Um, Again, if you haven't seen this, please go watch it. Um, And if you do make sure to subscribe to our channel uh, or else I'm going to come after you like Ben Wayne, actually like Prince, like Prince, uh, subscribe on whatever platform you get your podcast or subscribe to YouTube. You will begin to see our, um, as you might've noticed from last week, our, uh, video episodes on Spotify, but you can choose whether to watch it via video or audio.
0: Also, again, if you're listening on Spotify at the bottom of each episode, um, we'll have the show notes, but you can also engage with us through different polls and questions that we're, we're asking, and, again, if you're in Spotify, you can actually send us a voice note. So, if you have thoughts about 310 to Yuma, this one, the old one, uh, or any of the movies that we've chatted about, send us a voice note, we'll listen to it, um, and, and we'll have those conversations here as well. Um, so, do that.
1: You could reach us at your at dot com, or connect to us on Twitter and YouTube at Real Jums, or follow me, Danny Rubio at Rubio underscore TV on Twitter and Marcel at monstrosity
0: join us next week okay we're gonna st- watch knives out next week discuss it and the week after that we're going to do glass Onion. so we're going to do a back-to-back uh ryan johnson the, these uh,
1: awesome stories or murder mysteries which i think is a great lead in from from this to that so uh go watch it and we'll we'll see you in the discussion next week
0: we'll see you guys